Hi there, my name is Odrolakwe and welcome to the 20s Combos podcast with Wally and Toby. On this podcast, Wally and Toby have conversations about life, society, culture, childhood, relationships, the world and everything in between. The 20s Combos podcast is all about sharing stories, journaling life and building a community across the world. Enjoy the episode. And I'll just dive straight into it. You know, and I sent you the list of, I said, you know, there's so many things yeah. we can look, look at, you know, in terms of um, your physique, your success. Success is even a weird metric, but mm-hmm. physique, mm-hmm. money, um, money, yeah. what does that have? Wealth, intelligence, yeah. family, relationships, you know, even some people even bring spirituality into it. But on these different dimensions, let me start by asking, like, which ones are the most important ones that, that you feel like you've needed inspiration on? In like the last, and I use the word inspiration deliberately for the yeah. start. And like yeah. in, in like the last, let's say five, six years, you know, and and where did you try and get that from? That inspiration. So I think I think when it comes to like the old comparison thing, right? I feel like we all and like you, I think you explained it properly, which is if you ask everybody, we don't all pick the same thing, and nobody is yeah. like flats across board, right? I think we all pick the things we are insecure about and that's the one we compare so mm. if you have if you have like 10 things for instance i'll probably skip like eight of them but i'm focused on two <laughs> i might be very good at those eight and so my mind is not even going there to look at it because nobody sits down there and well a few people do but it's not natural that you just sit down there and compare like oh this out i'm better than you usually would look at like, oh, these are all the things I don't have or the same things I'm trying to get to. Right? So if I remember that list, I think when I looked at the list, there were two things. One is the, and this, the first one is the success one, right? Which is the matrix, right? Which you say is the word matrix, right? Which is what does success even mean, right? But then one is the success one where I find myself like once in a while, just there like, man, am I doing enough? Like, gosh, am I doing enough? Like, oh, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Or like, is this good enough? Or should I be doing better? Or people, certain people have been given similar opportunities as myself. What have they done with those opportunities versus where am I? So like me trying to benchmark myself, right? So everywhere, like every time I meet somebody that knows me for a just joked about it now, oh, Ed Boy, I'm thinking like, what have all the other Ed Boys done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, all the other people done with their life, right? Versus me, like just making sure, like, wait, where am I? Like, wait, wait. yeah, this person was Ed Girl. Look at what she's doing now. Like, mm. so that part, yeah, is one thing I compare with. And the other one I think I've compared with is when it comes to like relationships and stuff. But that's also just a factor of like things going on in my life. And like I said, your own insecurity, right? So if you feel like you're not there, then you probably won't worry about it. Now, all the other things are probably like, eh, I'm fine. And I probably won't look at those. But for some people, those are the things that are super important to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, so I'm just trying to pull up the list again to, to see. But uh, I think I agree with Tosin that a lot of the times it stems from your insecurities. And I, I wouldn't say that, you know, just before I dive into maybe the ones that, that mm. 
I wouldn't say that, you know, when you're comparing, like comparison is such a bad thing. I think it's what you do with whatever information you land on, right? Okay, this person is better than you, but what do you then do with that information? Because I remember in secondary school, when, when we first got all got into ISI, you know, it was more like, okay, who's the smartest kid in class and things like that. And then, you know, looking at the person and saying, okay, why is that guy, you know, why is this guy getting 13 H's and I'm getting only 10 or something. So it's like, try oh, to- Oh shit, I've, I've not heard that, that H, H <laughs> in a long time. I forgot uh, that existed. Commendation. Yeah, <laughs> commendation list. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think it then moved to maybe- I know success, has, like success is the common one. I don't think there's anybody who has not been, you know, put down or, you know, questioned success levels uh, as well. I think when I got into uni as well, it was more like, okay, what are other, what are my other mates? And to be fair, like, it's, it's like Tosin said, looking around and seeing what everyone else are the similar opportunities that you have, what are they doing? And just seeing where you can plug the gaps. I don't think I've ever had that kind of, you know, questionable relationship with, with, I guess, you know, comparisons and things like that, but relationships as well. Um, everybody's always stepping on people's necks on Twitter with, you know, <laughs> all the perfect relationships and things like that. So me and mine, me and mine, so you are yours. Exactly. But like Christmas, <laughs> like it was so weird because I, I think last Christmas was the first Christmas I was like, wait, is this, is this something people actually do? Because all of a sudden, from day to day, like it was just people doing shoots. Either they were married or they were a couple, or I'm like, yeah. I was like, no, Yo, it, it was it, it was it live. Was, it was live it was that December. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> so there's just all these things as well. Or, you know, I, I know at some point it was like a car for me like just to be very you know straightforward mm-hmm. i think it was in uni mm-hmm. people like wale would you know come back from from school and you know drive up <laughs> and things like that and we were still like walking up and down and stuff so there were just all those different different moments as well so yeah um i'll say honestly all, all the things on the list i won't say attractiveness but my height oh yes god my height um <laughs> i think that definitely i was i was i was short i was very short uh, for for the most part i managed to add a few inches growing up but that was always a thing like every time i stepped into a room i'm just looking at okay is there anybody i'm taller than at least at least let's just let's just let's just start from there but yeah um yeah, yeah. that's pretty much it yeah okay so let me let me get on the spot a little bit um i know we've said about the success said about the relationship and stuff but I want I want to talk on some particular points, which which I, which I want to hear your thoughts on and your honest thoughts. I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> Let me start with attractiveness, right mm-hmm. now. Um, as a dude navigating your, let's put it, young adults from from eighteen and above, right? Um, mm-hmm. There's there aren't the main things that top your goal in most cases than women. So if you count your top 10 things that you're trying to do on a daily basis, a woman might, might fall into the top 10, right? You might even have a list of top 10. She might mm-hmm. fall into top 10. Anybody that, that wants to argue about that will go, go argue yourself. But <laughs> I, I, at 18, I, I didn't know what's on your top 10 list. Like, that's what <laughs> be there, right? Um, but yeah. my point is, you're, we're often put in positions whereby we had to look at our attractiveness as men, obviously, in this case. What do you think Okay, let me put it this way. When, at what point did you think, or did you ever find yourself saying like, hmm, you know, that dude's actually good looking. Maybe even better than me. Or you were like, hmm, actually, I'm actually all right. Better, better than this guy. And like, did that ever happen to you guys at any situation in your young, in your young adult? And I'm, I'm trying to start from that point because that's probably the point where 
it would have, it would have been more pronounced in your daily lives uh, compared to now. So Toby, I, I I see you like looking, and I feel like you have some some no. some some mastery behind this. No, it's it's, it's not a mastery. It's just that um, so I've for whatever reason I've always been called the cute guy. So. I think I always had that goal. What do you mean for whatever reason? Then they're definitely a cute guy there. <laughs> That's right. I'm trying to it's like humble, small, humble brag here. Anyways. Uh, Mr. Ability. Okay, go on. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I think I still felt I was lacking those like manly features, right? Which in, in primary school, just wants to just to, yeah, being cute, you can have that going for you. But I remember the Bukumiyo kids, the B Shidua days, you know, all these guys, like there was just, like there was something different about them that you know either was a confidence or whatnot and even looking a step above to you know Tosin's class Tosin you being one of them as well it was like I was like okay there's definitely a clear difference between me and these guys right yeah sure I have the cute thing going on but there's something very different so that one definitely followed me for a while till today itself like I I think in, in some cases I'm like okay I know I'm a fine boy but I definitely have to make up for a couple of other things in other areas so maybe with my personality or things like that but i definitely always compare like even facial hair things like that height baritone voices all of these like things um it's probably why i started going to the gym as well a bit just to add a bit more to 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 my <clears throat> but yeah um comparison definitely very strong in that point and i'll say even till now um i'll, I'll not cap <laughs> but um when you mentioned you know those guys that you mentioned was yeah. that just a reflection of the fact that you know, they seem to be more around women as opposed to the fact that there was a clear difference, as you say, between mm, levels of mm, attraction. Mm, mm. Because, mm. I mean, I mean, when you say there was a clear difference, according to whom? I mean, okay, scientifically speaking, the people are more handsome or beautiful depending on the symmetry of your face. Yeah. Right? That's the scientific thing, fair enough. But there's also that social element of it. Where yeah. you say, you know, pe- people, there was a clear difference. And that's just what caught my interest in that word. Yeah. Um, I'll say socially. What, I'll say it's, it's, socially. It's, social, it's a social aspect, right? So it's like, there, there's no point being cute or fine if it's, like you said, the reason why we discussed on- <laughs> He said there's no point. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not for you. It's not for yourself. Exactly. You get like, you already started this thing by saying, you know, in the context of women. So it's like, if you're cute and fine and that isn't getting you what you feel you want to get, then it's just one of those things, right? Um, that is just one of those things that you have. So like I said, for, for a long time, I had that going for me, obviously. But once social context started to change, right? Being cute was just one of those things. And, you know, I'll definitely pick other guys that were getting what I felt I wanted uh, and compare myself to them in that sense. So, yeah, definitely. So, how about you? I mean, like, you're definitely a pretty good looking dude. So, how are you going to? Don't hype me up for this. Go seek him out. And they're like, is this the best thing we're able to say? I was waiting to see how to be on But, yeah, so I think for me, too, I kind of got the advantage of the easy entry to you, which is like everybody like would hype you up when you're young and tell you, oh yeah, mm. fine boy, fine boy, just want that one. And then even when you move to like early high school too, where it's like all those awards that we used to do back then. And then, but yeah. then after, yeah. So those things kind of boost your confidence to a point where you never really question whether you're attractive or not. If anything, even the days when you're not attractive, you don't realize it because you think you're always, you think by default you have this thing. And then when you start to move out of your small mm-hmm. circle, you know, that small ISI circle, when you start to move out to... When I started moving out and hanging out with the Lagos boys, that were not hey. just five boys, but then Lagos <laughs> boys were. 
you know, the Lagos boys, they had they 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 knew before everybody else that your shirts cannot be baggy, your shirts mm. should be this mm. way, your trash should be mm. that way. They knew more things to say. So mm. all those extra things, like you said, as the cycle just started to change and it became more than just being the fine boy in your class, like girls like to the fact that you have to be more than just that and now you have to learn how do you communicate with people how do you enter a room and make it seem like you're that, you're that guy versus mm-hmm. you just being one of that guy inside the room you know, all those kind of things right so the more I kind of expanded my own territory right then I realized well okay all that stuff was good where you were coming from now you're going to have to learn other things you're going to have to be able to speak you're going to have to like sound intelligent when you talk to girls you're going to have to be able to tell them something they don't know you're going to have to mm-hmm make people comfortable all those extra things you learn as you go but I think the, it was kind of easy starting off for me just because naturally people had like hyped me up so that confidence took me a while until reality kind of <laughs> and, and, and and for you both like do you do you still have the same you know like do you go out or like you're on Instagram or Twitter or whatever and like do you still have the same quick common frequent um episodes of comparison based on your looks or does that like is that like is that like almost sealed and stamped like yeah this this is this doesn't bother me again i i, I think for for me i think for me like you outgrow that because then you realize the importance of that one is kind of depleting right the importance of being a fan guy is depleting <laughs> there are so many other things like the other the, the you get right there's so, exactly. like, so many other things that you need to now bring to the table right where you realize that oh, the guys that do never look like you I get certain things done. You get what I mean? So mm-hmm. you start to like drop that and just figure out like, okay, what exactly is the thing to have now? What's exactly is what is the thing to be right now? So I think I don't go on Instagram and I'm looking like, oh, is a fine boy on Instagram? Like <laughs> if any, if any, if anything, I notice I notice the guys that dress well. I notice the guys that yeah. okay, yeah. how what, what kind of things do you post? Like, what does your page look like? What kind of vibe do you? Eve off of your page. I mm. understand the guys that seem to have like a brand just because mm. everything about them is a certain way. So they're perceived to be a certain way. That's what I notice now. I really don't notice who just looks nice. It's, it's way more than that for me now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I just That's like, yeah, yeah, go on. No, naturally, you've not said anything on this. House. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, so yeah you know the questions. So please have a flow. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, no, I was just going to say, I don't even know where mine, like, so obviously, like, you told me, you told me, you know, I think everybody always called you guys cute or fine boys from time. For me, I I never knew where mine stood. I never knew, honestly. All I knew that I was just this skinny kid who, <laughs> who, who, who just happened to sometimes find, have a way with girls. But I never actually knew where I was on that ladder. And... And and I don't know whether even when I don't even know if people even told me that I know I don't even know like it was just blank. I think for me it was just more of my overall physique and and it still never bothered me because you know that's why it's a question of social versus physical because I I I, I just thought even though you know guys would say oh uh, like slim shady you know skinny you skinny dude you know whatever it never actually hampered me socially. Yeah, you get, and even even up until uni, like it's so strange. Even up until uni, even even up until undergrad, like maybe it did, but it didn't put me into a point whereby it bothered. It began to bother me, mm. right? Like I said, the only time I realized that, bro, okay, you, you need to fix this. Like you need to fix this. <laughs> was when, 
was when I was when I realized I was actually underweight according to like BMI BMI scales, mm. right? Okay. And that's what like that's what like oh yo like okay like what underweight like that sounds like a terrible disease like what's going on fam what <laughs> no 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 so like that's that's when I began to say okay like yo we got a bulk up. And that was just like a year before I came into England. And, when, and then when I got to England again, you know, I was like, okay, yo, <laughs> fam. Like that, that, that's, when, that's when it hit me. It, it, it hit me because socially, my social cues, my social norms, my social flexibility, I had to learn a new way. So mm-hmm. socially, I was not even, I probably not immediately on top of the ladder. Mm-hmm. And physically, probably not. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, fam, like, yeah, we need to... <laughs> up the game and and a part of me thinks you know that was like a comparison thing because you know um i saw people and i was like yeah i need to fix up but also i was actually my first fear was based on health i was just scared that on that way it's god forbid me and that way because my my image of that was just like yeah yeah and i was like mm-hmm. i was like yo is that me I, I, and like and like all of a sudden everybody's comments across like, the years just began to uh, yeah. come into my head like boom 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 so fam i hit the gym man um, i hit the gym i hit the gym january i got to gym january like 2017 and i never looked back and <laughs> and when i went back <laughs> and and i mean like i'm still pretty slim but I, I've, I've definitely taken up a, li- a lot more than than i was yeah. um four years ago and when i went back home in 2018 and i said I began to get the comments like, oh, yo, like, yo, Wally, like, you look good. Ah, really? Okay. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Bless up, you know. And that, that one began to sink in. So for me, like, I was very happy that, that I did that in the sense because even though at one point it was a health scare, even yeah. at one point it was a jealousy scare as well. In the end, I, the, the end result was I was happy with it. And even up to now, I, I, in terms of just facial, facial appearance, I don't know. But I just judge on my overall body look. And that's what I used to compare with. So, you know, it's just interesting to see how, you know, my environment kind of shaped that for me. So, so one, one thing I'm also keen on to talk about is uh, intelligence. Now, this one is, this one is a weird one. Hmm. Um, because I don't think people typically always, I, I don't know whether it's on top three list of things people compare with. But for me, I do. Right. And I do that because, well, maybe it's because of my, my professional setting right now, but I do that sometimes because sometimes like I'm reading a paper, I'm reading an article, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing somebody speak or something. And I just, I just think, hmm, is this person, you know, is this somebody that, that I want to take for lunch and learn from? Mm-hmm. Or, is it, or is it somebody that actually me talking to them would waste my time? Not in that, you know, arrogant sense but i think i think for myself comparing my intelligence to people because i have this mental idea of a you know okay once i am here in terms of my ranking i know the kind of people that i should be targeting to speak to slash books Uh i should be reading slash Uh videos i should be watching and it's just something that that comes to me and i think it might be what you said in terms of in terms of an insecurity because Intelligence-wise, school school never made me think I was intelligent. Maybe yeah. I'm not intelligent. Who knows? But like school, based on based on based on objective results, school never made me think I was intelligent. So I think ever since I left school and by school I mean undergrad and and, and secondary school, 
I've I've always had that thing where 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 people talk and I'm like, okay, actually, this is somebody that I'm actually smarter than. And again, I said not not, not, <laughs> as, a, not as an arrogant thing, but like as a thing just to gauge myself against the world. Because I feel like if I can put a mental, a mental, um, mental metric of mm. of like, okay, well, you are five point three six out of ten, ten being the maximum level, you know, of intelligence in the world. I'll be like, ah, okay, so so this is how much I need to work, right? So mm-hmm. for me, like that's something that, that I think about more, more for now than before. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether that's because it, it, I, I need that to advance in my career. I don't know whether that's because it's an insecurity that that school never made me think I was intelligent. I'm not sure what it is, but like, do you guys have those episodes of comparing intelligence with people? I I don't think I don't think so for me, right? So, and I think I think I don't think I go around like looking at who's smarter than me or am I smarter than in this room. And I think it's probably because I'm at a point where I think I'm just comfortable, which is I know I'm usually not the smartest person in any room I go to. But then, <laughs> yeah. I, have it, but then, but then I have just it. Because then, the, the, like, I think the higher you go and the more places you go to, right, the level of who you have to compete with increases, right? So the increases. I get to be in these days, like, I realize that, mm, I'm probably not the smartest person in here, but mm. then I think I'm smart enough to see what the gap is that I can contribute something to. Mm. And if I can mm. do that, and every time I do that, matter how small it is, my value there is justified, then I'm fine with it. And also when it comes to like intelligence, I think it's like, what's the skill? Like, so what you said about like school never made you feel important, right? Yes, but then look at the conversations you guys have on this podcast, like the topics you come up with. That's not stuff that, everybody can come up with it. That's something that takes some intelligence to think about like, this is what we need to speak about and then you actually go and do it, right? So for the guy that's excelling in school who understands that when you tell me A, B, C, one, two, three, and you ask me, I need to tell you A, B, C, one, two, three, and he can read it and tell you the same thing, great for him. But then for some other people, like theirs is, they just need to be able to explain stuff to you and they're smart in that way. For some people, theirs is, they can connect the dots between what's missing here and what's missing here. They're smart in that way. So I think for me, I'm just, I'm good with my level of whatever it is. I get curious sometimes, right? Because sometimes I'll think about, you know, when they say, oh, somebody's IQ score is something, something, something. I'm like, I really want to just take this. I'll do those tests one day just to even see where I fall. Yo, I'm, I'm, those tests, I'm, I'm scared to do it, man. I'm scared to do it. <laughs> so I'm curious about I won't even lie. But I don't care. Like, I don't go around checking out. Toby, what about you? Um, so, so, so mine is, as you were talking, I was trying to just think of how I've been throughout because I, I feel it has changed. So growing up, for whatever reason, you know, I, I was surrounded by a lot of reinforcements of saying, you know, you're very intelligent. Oh yeah, lefty as well. You know, our lefties are always smart. So I almost felt like I had to live up to that like expectation. So wherever I went to, I always just tried to, you know, I guess try to be smart or be the best or not be the best, but at least be on top thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that led to people always saying, oh, you know, you can do, you can do this. Oh, Toby's really smart and all those things. And that followed me for a while. But like you said, as you mm-hmm. progress through life, and I think my first shocker was, was I, I ISI, first of all. By the time I got into ISI, or even not ISI, let's talk about like later stage of primary school. This girl came in, transferred, and from grade four, she went into like, you know, secondary school. She skipped like primary six or whatnot because she was really like good at worship. You probably know Orefa Kalijaye. Like, I remember specifically in. <laughs> In Dude, you are names, yeah, yeah. Always yeah, so no, no. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so, so 
that that always sort of like followed me like i think i just accepted that okay i'm i'm pretty above average in most things i don't think i'm exceptionally exceptional at one thing and you know it's that conversation about generalists and specialists and stuff like that so honestly that's what has always like tried to ground me <clears throat> because i remember coming into lagos and thinking oh i'm this guy from Ibadan that can code a bit and i entered this room i think i shared it on the previous episode and i just saw people doing stuff and I just stopped coding from that point. Like I just, I was like, <laughs> I was like nope. Like I'm not even ready to be in this space at all. And even in the industry that I am now, I sometimes just hate going on Twitter because so many people are doing so many cool things. And I feel like for me, I'm just this dabbler. I like to dabble in a lot of things, and that doesn't always end up being like a place where you can be celebrated as the best. So I, I'm kind of like not as a dabbler. So I've become very comfortable in that. But I'll. I tell you that I still have to mentally remind myself that I'm only in a race against myself. And even though sometimes, because society will also push you to try to be the best in certain aspects, because the question they'll ask you is why? Like, okay, you're smart, but why don't you want to be the smartest? Or why aren't you pushing harder? Like, you know, why aren't you chasing that promotion? Why aren't you doing ABC, right? And for me, I'm just learning to be, again, there's a thin line between being complacent and, you know, just being content. And that's a lesson that I'm always trying to learn. But yeah, definitely when it comes to intelligence, mm. I've been intimidated a lot. Um, but it's what I let that intimidation do to me that I eventually, you know, try to caution as well. Mm. Okay, so one 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 big one, one final big one before I move on to other things, and mm. just money and wealth. And mm-hmm. this one, I can I can already pre- I can pretty much guess your stance on this in terms of you guys probably don't really compare with people anymore. But if that's your stance, I'm curious, how do you maintain that level of discipline to not be overly bothered because money is this objective thing that you can never have enough right and and as somebody who you know probably has good taste in things and has ambitions Mm. but yet still has to practice contentment how do you guys balance that particularly you know w you've been in ghana away from nige Mm. you know taking on your own new adventure by yourself so seeing you doing the similar thing in the u.s taking on the adventure by yourself yet you're surrounded by people who are familiar from young age and people who are strangers but you're but the same age as you and they all they might you might find people doing bigger things how do you balance that uh i can i can take a very quick step by this one so this one is i think the main, the main thing I think is responsible for it is just upbringing. To be honest, Ibadan probably plays a big part in that, right? And when I say Ibadan plays a big part in that is we kind of grew up respecting everybody, not because of what you really had. But then if you grew up around here, we liked you, your daddy was this, your mom was this, whatever it was that your people were respected for, we just respected you, right? And so this, like, it's when, like, now now as an adult, when I look back at some of the things, I can tell whose parents were actually rich. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, now, now, now I can you. tell that, right? I, Now I can tell that, right? But mm. back then, we were all just, like, kids, and our parents were just parents to us, right? We're not exactly mm. green. And everybody was respected, but it was happy everyone was going around. So mm. the old, like, comparing money didn't really affect you as a kid. I think if it didn't affect you as a kid, the older you grow, the less effect it has on you because you're not really there trying to overly stunt on somebody or like, oh, I must make it so they can see. Mm. I think when we want to make it, we want to make it for ourselves. And that's just like the battle thing, right? Which is whether you have so much or you have so little, like, 
who you like who you are is who you are mm. You get what I mean? So I, I think I think that's like a new battle thing. But then the older you grow as well, like some of those things just don't leave you, right? So me personally, I'm not like a big name brand person. I don't need to have like all the logos anywhere. I mean, like that's just me personally, right? And so when it comes to how I measure wealth or money, it's not those things. I don't look at the guy that wears the most expensive t-shirt or shoe as the guy that has money. Yeah. Um, my skill for wealth is, is so much different from that, right? And so I think the things I look out for are not the visible things that intimidate people every day. So it's easier mm-hmm. for me because then I need to talk to somebody, be around somebody, see how you to know that, oh, that's the kind of person I'm looking up to yeah, rather than just like the easy things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think you, you, I don't think I can put it any better than that because I think upbringing definitely plays a huge part, you know, in, in I guess my perspectives about these things these days. And I think it's also just, I think obviously the kind of things you expose yourself to and when you try and draw the line on people that have all the things that you might be wanting to chase and you see them still looking for certain things. I think the earlier you are, the quicker you come to that realization of where the place of money is. Like that's not to say you wouldn't want it, but it's just like what you do to get it and how you let it drive all your other like thoughts and, and desires. I think definitely something I'm grateful that I've been able to learn early enough. Obviously there are seasons where you're surrounded by certain things and you're like, okay, man, like this, <laughs> this thing is crazy. Mm-hmm. One thing I was going to say is that me moving to Ghana, has actually made it easier because like I, I'm a foreigner in a different country. I don't think I'm judged by the same standards. And if I was still in Nigeria, like, and I didn't have a car and I, you know, wasn't living in my own apartment, like all of these things would, if personally, you know, Yo, yeah, oh, you get like the social, <laughs> the social pressure would, would, would and Lagos will force you to want certain things because yes. it would, you understand, it would do these things to you. But I think being in a place like this, I've also been able to see more than like once you're able to just, for lack of a better word, rise above certain situations and just get a bird's eye view of things. I think you're able to then like apportion the appropriate whatever like weight you need to put to money and stuff like that, like. You know, when you start getting plenty of money, you also start worrying about losing it. Is the other thing that people forget. So, um, I like Tosi. I think I'm just very comfortable. Like as long as I can do the things I like, which mm-hmm. I try to manage my taste sometimes. Like I don't know, but but, but even some level of wealth kind of like irritates me in some sense. Like you know, having gold plated cars and stuff like that, it drives some people. But for me, it's not. Maybe people so, can argue. <laughs> yeah, go go. Yeah. Yeah. But in, in that case, it's not the wealth, right? It's the it's the way the wealth is presented. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it yeah. might not be, it's like, for instance, it's not like, oh, I don't want to make so much money or have so much money, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not driven to like, I'm driven like every day I wake up, I'm thinking about this. I'm on my, I'm on my means app looking at my graph, like my graph. Like, my graph <laughs> down, like, yeah, I'm, like I'm doing those things. I'm motivated for those things, but I think not just for the reason of I want to be basically. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's more about like all the other financial goals that I have and like the security I want this money to get me something. Exactly. Just, exactly. Yeah, rather yeah. than just exactly, it's, it's, it's not tied to it's not tied to this like these like this thing that phases out very quickly because a lot of times like people can't really tie anything to what their desires are and that's when you just drive it to do certain things. But I guess we're being very philosophical about this thing. But Wally, how about you? Like you know when it comes. No, I- to- I think I think when when you mentioned upbringing, I think that's that's a very good point. Um, even just like just like you, Toby, and probably as well. I don't think even even though 
okay, I went to Babcock. I lived in Lagos for a while. I mean, Lagos, I was, I was, I was quite lucky to be living in a good place. My cousins and my aunt and everything. But I did get exposed to a lot of things. But I think even, even, even still, I, I, I never ever felt like, hey, money, 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 money. Like, I went to make money still, but you know that that Lagos urge of money is different from from normal normal <laughs> urge of money. It's like a different level. You, you get me? You get me? So yeah, that Lagos urge of money never really never kicked kicked into my red blood cells, and I, I don't know why. Maybe maybe because I knew that I don't know. Maybe because I just not faced enough, um, you know, enough loudness, enough mm-hmm. um, people telling me no because of me not having money. Maybe, maybe because again, it can be easier said for me to say all these things now. If I'd faced so much, so much embarrassment, so much, <laughs> yeah, yo, it's true. Like true, many people in this true, life, like true. many people, many, many people who go into this money hunger game, is because people that have told them no, and the way, and, and, and the way they've disgraced them, bro, is mm. hot their soul, their mm. red blood cells, mm. and they're like, you know what. <laughs> this shit, I'm, going to, I'm going to make F this shit. money. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to. So yeah. you know, maybe because I maybe because I never, I never, I never faced that too, but also maybe because I didn't put myself in that environment to face that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a very good example is this: like when I was uh, when I was when I was dating one of my one of my ex girlfriends. Um, one thing that that came up with my friends was was that oh, um, like bro, that. I think I think like in like a year, like, like right now you're fine, but I think like in one year, you know, this girl you can start like doing doing these things for her, doing this thing for her, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. And then I was like, I was like 20. Mm. Right. And I'm like, guy, this one, this thing I've seen that should be doing for this babe, I can't do for myself yet. <laughs> like, so what are you talking about? Mm. Oh, this girl, what I said made sense because this girl. I mean, she grew up in Lagos. She's a she was a Lagos girl. She was she was school. She was never complaining about that kind of thing. But I I, I got I got what he was saying because she was a Lagos girl, and he, and he could tell that the Lagos guys that were way above me in that ladder of of wealth. Mm-hmm. And I was just telling him like, look, like if you want this girl, you know, you've been with this girl for or two years now. Like if you want to still like like you need to up this game. But I'm like, bro, like I can't up this game because I even mean, for myself, I can't I can't do it myself. <laughs> like what are you talking about? So, so, but the thing is, like, someone else, if someone else could have heard that now and said, like, yo, you know, you're right, you know, let me go and do mm. this, let me go and do that, let me go and fake this, let me go and fake that, let me go and fake this. But me, I'm like, I can't. And and obviously, like, things don't work out. Not not because of money, but things just don't work out. Mm. But the point is, like, I never felt that way. Still, even even though things were on the line, yeah. in that yeah. sense, you know. So so yeah, that. That Lagos urge of money is different. And that actually leads me to a very interesting point because what do you guys generally think? You know, you mentioned Toby, you mentioned about, you know, Nana in Ghana, you don't feel a certain level of pressure. Yeah. Probably, probably the same thing for, for you to say as well. Even, even though, even though we're all doing well, even me as well, I won't lie to you. Like me, me being in my in my in my, in my town <laughs> here in England, like I'm like, I'm like, fam, like it's a perfect place for me to be doing a program that takes three years of my life that doesn't give me enough financial to stunt in that sense mm-hmm. you know and but it's quiet right it's it's chill it's it's all of that my only exposure to that kind of life is if i go to london for the weekend or or my instagram or my twitter whatever mm-hmm. but all those 
I'm still confident enough not to let that bother me too much because I know that I still have life to, to live. Mm-hmm. But it's, it screams to me that is that is, is there a link between this this comparison thing and and culture slash race? Now I don't want to go too big into race because we're all three West African Nigerian men. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. is there a link between this culture thing and and race? Because I said that because when you mentioned the idea of like the people wearing like stunting with their shirts to be mentioned, people like in their cars, go their cars. Mm-hmm. You, you, I, I kind of get the sense that this is more common in our communities. Am I, am I wrong or am I like, is this an oversight? Let me know. And if, if it's more common, if you agree with me, why do you think that's the case? Because it seems to me like that is the case in terms of it's more prevalent in our communities as, would I say, Nigerians slash Black Africans slash, I don't know what tag you want to use for this. Hmm. So, on, on the surface, I don't think so. I think it's, I think it's a human thing because if you remember the movies we watched and things like that, the story in every typical high school movie is someone like the rich, wealthy kid driving, pulling up to school in a Hummer or things like that, and then the other kid driving up in in a Beetle or stuff. Like there's always that. So I think across all different levels and cultures, there's that thing of using wealth to impress or oppress people, right? And maybe at different levels, it becomes more apparent and maybe because on this side of town, okay, I'm not sure what yeah. we're that I'm, point. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. It's definitely standard across every human race. Okay. But I'm speaking about degrees at which it happens. Oh, degrees. Okay, that's what, that's what I was going to get oh. to. Yeah, I, I think... Right, it's <laughs> degrees at which it happens, right? Because... I, I, th- I think... I think... Yeah. Yes, I, think, I think I think the social class thing would happen across board, right? But then mm. how it is shown is varies from like culture to culture, right? So mm. like for us, it might be more materialistic things. For another set of people, it might be the schools that you want your family to all have gone through mm. or the mm. jobs that you want your families. So I think I think at the end of the day, it's the social class thing is across board. Everybody, there's a need for people to prove that they're superior to their people. That's across board. I think how we just show it just varies across mm. different cultures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, let, let me flip the script now. So we've... So we're talking about comparison, and we mainly said it's from an upward dimension. So comparing ourselves to people who are, might have more things than us or do better than us. Mm-hmm. How about on the flip side? So when when we ourselves are the object of comparison, when we're comparing downwards, do you ever find yourself like so amongst all the things that listed above, you know, attractiveness, wealth, physique, success, family, romance, whatever? Have you ever found yourself as an object of comparison? And has that ever made you feel good? <laughs> I, I think I think when when you flip it, I think when you flip it, right, like you've done right then. If there were ten things on the list and I said I was insecure about two, then that means the other eight. Then essentially, I'm saying, yeah, I'm yeah, fine. Like I'm whatever, fine. whatever the scale is, whatever the scale is, then I think I'm fine. There, you know what I mean? And so uh, and so, I think when we do that, right, and this is the reason why I said we compare upwards, right? Because when you start to look downwards and compare like you're yeah, better than this that's what we start to call pride we start to call like um what's the i'm trying to figure out what the right word for this is not down, downgrading is the slang but not downgrading you get what I mean? like when you like exactly exactly so i think i think that's what that's what it becomes when you do the other way and that's not something people are usually proud of 
So mm. even if you thought about it, you just you don't even bring that up because it doesn't really change anything. And you're not going to do less because you think you have way better, right? Mm. You're always going mm. to always try to do more at the end of the day. Because if we were looking at if we're looking at people who are better than everybody should be, well, not everybody, but most people should be happy because you would find out that in the grand scheme of things, like people in the world, sure. how when are you doing? Most of us are doing better than most people in the world, but it doesn't matter to you. If I tell you that in the world, you're like top 1%, it doesn't really change your reality today, right? Because you're like, how am I top 1%? But then I don't have A, B, C, D, E, F, T, you know what I mean? So I, I just I just don't think it's that common for people to look down towards this line. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think we count that as grace of God. Yeah. So so I think on elements that people can't exactly control, right? Like maybe your status in life, like a couple of these things are you know there are other factors that have come into play to either, like you said, grace of God putting you where you are, and you know, maybe the other person got the shut end of the stick in that sense. I don't think we as human beings, or I, I personally, I don't spend too much time on things like that. I think where it gets a bit tricky is if I think that your choices and however you've chosen to see life are sort of like put you in a situation where like it's quite clear. It's like the thing I said at the start where with what's available and accessible to you, I feel that maybe you should be doing more with it and then you're not. Then maybe I might spend a bit more time like saying, okay, at least with what I've been given, I've done this. And so let me use that as a reference point of what to be careful about because like that person is the same person as opportunities that I have, but they seem to not have used it well in that sense. Um, But it's a very tricky space to be in because like Tosin has said, it can easily get into pride where you feel that, oh, maybe you talk smarter than someone and you you act smarter than someone or you're just all around. Like a lot of people look up to you in that sense. It can get get to your head very quickly. so I don't know. I think it's why we all have actually like Achilles heels in certain places where, you know, although there might be five or four things we're good at, there'll be just that one thing that feels a lot weightier, right? A lot of people then ignore that weight and try to put pressure on the things that they're good at. And it's always very clear. You can add, you can see someone that is overcompensating for something that they lack. <laughs> Funny thing, you can always see that. Um, yeah, but, but for me, I think, you know, I just always use those things as points of reference to, you know, just as guardrails, essentially, um, and try not to let it get to my head because, um, yeah, basically. So, so I hear what you guys are saying, and, and, and I think you're giving, giving very, very good um, <laughs> answers. <laughs> answers, in, answers that will be very inspirational. And I, I, I mean, I believe, I believe they are true answers. Hmm. But let me, let me, let me go a, a little bit more concrete and specific. Hmm. So, somebody asked me to to help them with their um their research, right? Particularly like um helping them frame their research plans in that sense. Hmm. Dude, I've started saying that sentence a lot because of you. Thanks so much. Anyway, well, in that sense, <laughs> in that sense, I told you that in that sense. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, this has got to stop. Um. So somebody told me to help them with their work hmm. and. In the midst of this request, right, I was also working on my own work, a bit mm. struggling, right? I was doing okay, struggling a bit, but my bigger worry was the fact that I was not sure whether I was going to make make that deadline or that or that target I was trying to sort out in the next two weeks. Mm. And then I went to help out, right? This was like a long time ago. I went to help out. And when I was helping her out, like I was 
I did I did quite well in terms of it made sense. She found it really useful. We made a lot of progress, mm. right? And when I was doing that, right, I realized that hmm, actually, maybe my fears for my own work, I, sh- I shouldn't be that scared because mm. the fact that I solved this problem quite easily, relatively easily, should mean that my own struggles or my, my lack of progress is just in my head. There's not a result of me not being able to do it. So that example, that episode of an advantage, mental advantage I had over this person for that task, right? Gave me a confidence for my own work. Mm. Right. And that is and, and that is why I say, even though I'd not deliberately, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a case of belittling, right? But in this case, to this babe, she was comparing herself to me, right? And she was saying that, oh my God, you no, know, like, you know, I wish I was thinking like like you were, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, fam, no, like we're in different <laughs> levels. Like I'm yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like I'm like wrapping up my work. You are you're just like still like yeah. in, mm-hmm. in the beginning, right? We're different levels. But when she was saying those things, it was hyping me up, <laughs> right? And 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 the hype up gave me confidence for my own work. And say, I promise you, I came back home that night and the issues I was, I was, I was trying to hack over one week took me two days. Mm. Right? And this is why I say it wasn't a deliberate act of belittling. I mean, I was called to the task anyway. I, I didn't say, oh, let me help. No, no, no. Right? But me realizing at that point that actually I was the object of comparison for somebody helped me. So, that, so that's why I'm like, <laughs> Sorry. I, hear, I, I hear what you're saying, oh, but it may not always be the case. It could be that you being object, you being the object of, object of someone's comparison can give you a lift sometimes. Mm. All right. So you remember when Toby and I were talking about, like when you brought up the attractive part, right? Yeah. And then Toby and I were saying that we feel like we just had a boost from childhood that just kept us going and that we were going yeah. until there was a reality check. I think that's what you just described, right? Which is that in this case, you got a chance to practice where the stakes were low. It's not your project. If you feel that nothing, mm, but then you did what you thought was normal. And then mm. now you're just seeing that, wow, this actually worked. So now that ego booster is just keeping you <laughs> Just keeping you good. Yeah. So, so yeah. now you're going back there, you're like, man, I'm a bad guy. And then so when you go and do your own stuff, you're still going off the, yeah, still going off the ego boost from that. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not like, it's, and this, that's why this whole comparison thing, right? Or where you see yourself in the skill is more of a mental thing than actual reality, right? Because mm-hmm. if you think you're doing great, then it's, it will just push you to naturally do. So it's like when people say, well, when your kids are young, hype your kids up, tell them they're the best, tell them they can do anything they want to do in the world. Because, well, it's just like affirmations, basically, because mm. the more you say it and say it, or life puts situations like that around you, you start to believe it too. So you see, like in reality, if we give both you and the girl that you helped with this thing, if we give you a test, she probably, she could well, she might, that you she might be you. <laughs> exactly. 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 But in this yeah. case, right, you are the one who came with the position to help, right? So in your mind, you're the smarter one. She's the one who needed help. In that mind, she's like, man, that's really guys mm. the one that does it. So it just kind of pushes the dynamic. Like you took that confidence boost from it, and you're like, all right, now I'm the guy. I think that that's my own, that's my own interpretation yeah. of it. Though. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I, I I think what I was always going to say is that 
I think it's just how life is designed as well, where in someone's moment of weakness, like you're able to display your strength. And it's just knowing that that could be you in a different context, right? Um, I think <clears throat> for, for, for me, why I like to surround myself with people that are doing great things in other places, because like, it's just, we just rub off in each other in that way. And I think that's just how a perfect world is sort of like designed in that sense. And if you're always... I, it can actually get very tiring if you're the, always the person that everyone is looking up to, to be honest. And I think that's absolutely, why, which is Absolutely. Why men, and the, yes, not entirely, like, but, but like, but like also boring as well because mm. yeah, continue. Sir, just yeah, yeah. So, so basically just that. So taking that, I look for, I look forward to those moments, right. Where, you know, some, I'm, someone is able to help me do stuff, right. That I know I'm just not great at. Like, I think I've learned to become a lot more, I guess, comf- like comfortable with that. I think it gets tricky when it's something I think I'm good at and then I- I'm failing at it. Like that, that I want to stay for another day uh, and things like that. And sometimes I get intimidated. Like I started to make beats in like in, in hundred level or something. And like in two or three years, someone that started after me was like doing serious stunts. And technically I just tend to, I, I don't, I drop things or I just figure out that, okay, look, this is not my core expertise. Like I, I'm the jack of many trades. I'm not going mm. to master this thing. And I'm just going to be comfortable mm. in the fact that I'm able to speak to different things at different levels, but I'm not necessarily an expert or anything. And I don't exactly seek to be an expert. And some people might call me an expert in certain things, but that's for them to say, to be honest. Um, but just back to the main point, I think we all have different moments where our strength is on us's weakness and it just sort of like feeds the cycle um hopefully in, in a good way mm-hmm. well can i can i eject the question here so yeah sure go for it yeah so one question for you to be like this is the second time that you give an example of something you stopped because you saw somebody was better <laughs> at it than you. And, and no and and that's actually that's actually like the reality for so many things right because mm-hmm. if we expand this question why not like this right it's like so many times you see like you're on your own path you're doing your own thing it was mm-hmm. bringing you joy until you see somebody do it at a grander scale mm-hmm. and it's like what makes you what makes you think like you can't continue your own path and still be successful and say why is somebody else doing something mm-hmm. your own reason to stop something you truly enjoyed initially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah, I, I was hoping nobody was going to catch up on that, but I apparently I said it, <laughs> I said it too many times. Um, so it's it, honestly, it's, it's been a personal struggle, and it's a conversation I always try to have with myself. Because um, sometimes I don't necessarily stop it; I just, I, I just reduce the, I, I, reduce, I reduce the stakes for myself, right? So you know, where when I was making beats and things like that, everybody used to call me, "Oh, next producer, next producer." But after I realized, okay, fine, maybe I'm not going to put all the effort to get all the way. I just started to take, oh, it's just one of those things that I do. Like, so there's there's another conversation to be had there because almost it's almost the same as stopping. But I think what I'm learning to, I don't know, I, just to be fair, I don't have an answer <laughs> to the question. <laughs> So if I if I start if I start 13th combo tomorrow, would you stop this? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. That, that's actually a good one. That's actually a good one. I think like we bike we biking for example. We biking for example. Yeah. When I when I, when I started, um, there was one guy that I thought I was fitter than, and you know he wasn't introduced me to the cycling club that we were part of. And this first ride we went together, this guy was just blazing trails, and I was like yikes so typical me would have been like okay i'm just doing this for like chills but i think there's just certain things that 
hook me on a deeper level than other things and I'm able to pursue those things, right? So I think why why I don't think it's so much of a big deal is that there's still other things that regardless of what's happening around, I still pursue it because I enjoy it, right? I think it's just sometimes when I think about the reasons I got into some things sometimes and the reason isn't strong enough to keep me in there when I see someone doing better, I just like, you know, just take a step back, you know. For example, I still make beats for myself, like our 20s Converse theme song, I did that. But it's just that, you know, if the world expects a certain level and I'm not ready to give that level, then I don't want to play the world's mm-hmm. game. That's typically what I try to tell myself. But I probably still need to like think deeper about, you know, what really is driving some of these things. But yeah. Tossing brought up some mad ass psychodynamic question. Over there for you, for you to tackle, um, no, no, but like that's that's quite interesting. Um, what one thing I want to talk about is this on the flip side, again in terms of people comparing you to others mm. and people like maybe your girlfriend, your mother, your friend, you know, saying, "Oh, um, you know, that guy does this. Why don't you do this?" Or you know, don't don't do that for me yesterday. Why don't you do this? Like. First of all, from my experience of comparison, I've never enjoyed it, never liked it. Hmm. Even when my mom, you know, I mean, I, I think I think everyone's parents, like when they're upset with you, sometimes it's justified because you come home and, and, and do something silly and, and, and a friend's kid is, is do something not silly. And you're like, <laughs> dude, what is wrong with you? <laughs> right. But on every skill that I heard, it's whether I was guilty or not from friends you know girlfriends um sisters parents whatever the person is it just it was always like a like the time bomb that i never knew that could explode in my head Mm. right when i don't mind if it's i don't mind if a stranger just says oh yeah this person did this one do this i don't i don't care but when somebody that that knows me like a if a, a love loved one let's use that word knows me says ah, but that but that why can't you be more like mm-hmm. oh my days you might as well just shoot me in the head because <laughs> I just I, I I just feel like maybe it's the delivery but I think I'm not sure what it is that hurts more it's not it's, it's not just about you teach me a lesson but it's about the fact that you've brought in you've ignored my contextual issues and transferred my issue to the issue to a different situation mm-hmm. and made me feel like like I should then look up to somebody who I think is not Zeus. Mm-hmm. You get, and mm-hmm. it just demoralizes me. So for you guys, like in terms of like comparison, in terms of people comparing you to other people, have you had experiences with that? And does that make you feel worse? than just normal issues, hmm. right? Um, have you guys had any experiences with that? And like, how do you navigate that? Tosin? Uh, for me, I think, I think everybody's threshold for like how much criticism you can take is kind of different, right? So some people, you can tell them, I'm going to pick up Toby now, so you can tell them your beat isn't the best and hmm. guess what, they're going back there and going to fix that beat until you agree that that beat is good. And some people, you tell them that that beat isn't great and they're like, all right, fine, that beat is not great. But then some people are also able to hear um, your beat isn't good from strangers and it doesn't move them. But then if they look up to you, for instance, and you tell them 
your beats isn't good, then it has like a serious effect on them. So a good example that crossed my mind now is J. Cole, I've been making songs for however long, right? J. Cole was great. The the one that the comment that bothered J. Cole is when Nas did not like one song that oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it's like yeah. so yeah, so like Nas said he doesn't like workouts and all of a sudden J. Cole feels terrible about everything he has put out. It's like I let Nas down. So it's just even made a song things. about it as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So it's one of those things where like no matter how good you are, right, you kind of value some people's opinions more than others. And so when that comparison comes from them or when that critic comes from them, then start to look at it like funny right so because it just it cuts it cuts deeper than than the mm. other ones um yeah I, th- I think i think that's i think that's it though the two things is just first of all how do you take critics and then um the second thing is who it's coming from and how you value that place it's coming from mm. yeah. when did you realize this though which part that that's the, that, the, that's how yeah the part of like you know knowing that you know it's it's when you might look up to somebody that might hurt more uh when did i personally realize that i to be honest i don't know because i think i think i'm on like the other side of what toby seems to be to which is like like i make mixes for instance right i make mixes i make dj mixes the part i don't like about making mixes is promoting stuff Mm. (laughs) that's the that's the hardest (laughs) part for me like i would Mm. do all the mixing i would have all these ideas i'll throw it on my soundcloud and it just stay there and strangers will go and listen to my stuff but then, like, the, for just me going on my Instagram and saying, hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> check out my... <laughs> yeah. Or, like, or like even same thing. So, like, I don't like that, right? And that's because I, I just can't sit down and watch two of you listen to my stuff and tell me what you think. I'd rather you just do it to your spare time and just let me know some what you think mm-hmm. about something later. But then that's just me because that's how I handle it, right? So imagine now when I look up to this person and then you tell me your mixes are not good now like come on mm-hmm. you should go listen to dj 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 dj, DJ. Mm. i'm taking that thing <laughs> I'm, taking, <laughs> I'm taking it seriously right but again i think it's just it's just me and i think i've seen that like trend so maybe that's i don't know when exactly i noticed it but i've just seen that that's me right so my way of like avoiding it is just protect myself in a way by the way, what's your DJ name and your SoundCloud name? So my sound, I use Tosinlu for everything. So my SoundCloud name is, if you just type Tosinlu for SoundCloud, my mixes will all come up. That's my, the entire page will come up. Yeah. And um, DJ name, I never really picked one because it was always something I did just for fun and like just to create something. But the name I'd gone with was Oxytocin and that's just because oh, that's the whole okay. one. That's yeah, cool. that's the, that's, that's, that's the a cool one supposed to like do bonding. That's a cool name. That's a cool yeah, name. So. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like but that. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely plug out all the links in the description. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know I stumbled upon, I've stumbled upon a couple of them, and I'm like, I think for me, it's just, it's, it's weird putting the two Tosins together. Like, Tosin I know from, from ISI, my head boy, and, you know, then this, I'm like, oh, okay, he had that inside of him. Okay, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Um, but well, it's also your question. I think, as you asked the question and you were shaping it up and as Tosin was answering, I think I floated between so many different answers, but I think there's a difference between when I was growing up and what's happening now. So I was very, I, I got the short end or the long end of the stick in the sense that my mom, my parents, my parents and, you know, everyone around me never, I was never 
compared to anyone else in a negative light. Like my mom never told mm. me okay, we should be like this person. And I, it's not like I was the best of kids, but I guess, I don't know, I was just never... What used, to, what used to happen instead is I'll be at my friend's house and, you know, their mom will say something and use me as a point of reference. And I'm like, like, you know. Oh, yo, that... <laughs> That shit's tough. You like I remember one I remember one basic example. I think I was in I was spending a holiday in a friend's house and the mom had asked all of us to learn Psalm 91 by heart. And at the end of the day, I was the only one able to recite it. And then she started these comparisons, and I'm like, <laughs> I was just like, and so for me, I don't like those things. I, I don't like being the object of comparison, especially with my friends, because I know. I got, it hasn't been done to me before, but I know that cannot like sit down well with anyone. Yeah. So, um, and so I never got that experience. But what what trips me up a lot of times is, practically even now, sometimes my co-founder will send a link to me about maybe a competitor doing something, and he hasn't said anything. But I've just taken you showing me that link as, you know, we're supposed to be doing this and we're not. And honestly, I get very defensive. Oh my God. Like it's something I've had to control before I used to. Oh, come on, man. As, no, no, I'm, I'm just being, I'm being open and honest here, but like I would, the first thing I used to do in the past and sometimes I still do it is I look for one bad thing or something I don't think is right about what the person has sent. And I point that out. I might agree with other things. I just point something out. I don't know if it helps me just process it better, but I just, I get very defensive when people indirectly show me things that, in a way, I feel like they're telling me what I'm doing is supposed to be better, which is weird because I also like feedback. Well, if you know when we started this thing, I'm always one that I will, anything I make, I want to send it to someone to give me feedback, like people, people I trust and things like that. And they're going to tell me it's shit. Like, well, I've sent this to you and you're like, bro, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> and it doesn't, <laughs> and it doesn't really, like for me, I try to defend my points, but like, I know I'm in a safe space in that sense. But I think when you mm-hmm. then do it in a very underhanded way, it just gets to me differently. Um, so is it more of like the indirect manner that bothers you more? Is so the fact that there's no direct saying, oh yeah, let's get this thing like they do. Is it just like when they say, oh, well, have a look at this. This is interesting. So it's a bit of both. Cause I think sometimes they've asked me to do certain things that I don't think, either I feel like I don't have energy to do it or I don't think I can do it. And I don't think, like I have the ability to, I still get defensive to be, let me be honest. I still get very defensive and it's something I'm trying to work on. Like, I don't know what it is, but once you show me something like, like maybe what you send an Instagram handle of someone doing some podcasting and it's a lot better. Like my first reaction is like, ah, and then maybe I can oh, mate. Yeah. Honestly, like <laughs> if, okay, let me just clarify this right now yeah. that, that we're even on live and everything. <laughs> I'm 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 the one guy that you, that you should not get defensive about. Like if I send you the podcasting because this podcast game, if they if there's an if there's an amateur novice level, like you, I'm I'm <laughs> below that like, more than you. So, <laughs> so know. you know, yeah, it's just it's just one of those things, right? And it's something I'm trying to work on like a lot, where I just. I'm more receptive. Like, and again, it's not like it's not like I'll tell you and be very like I won't show it to you, but I know internally that's the feeling I get and just trying to process that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think I've gone a bit off the points you've asked, but like, yeah, I think growing up, it wasn't, it was never there was never that, you know, comparison thing that people pointed to other people. I think it was something I always brought on myself more than anything, which is kind of like what this example I gave sounds like. Mm. Okay, just like wrap up. Um I guess, you know, I have a lot of things today and, you know, a lot of it has been very, very interesting in terms of how you guys have navigated those metrics that probably started the list mm. and from your younger adulthood up to now. 
Mm. And, you know, it seems to me like for some way it's getting easier to not be yourself in the orbit of other people and start picking points where you compare with them. It seems like it's gotten easier. Mm. And obviously that's, that's probably a reflection of so many things that you guys have said. So you said your upbringing, your level of maturity, your knowledge now, your exposure, but also I guess peace of mind comes in somewhere along the way. Where you're like, yeah, at this point, I just want to have peace of mind, and and my goals are not the goals of the world; they're just my goals, mm. you know. But I think just to wrap up, um, I, I, I want to get your thoughts on, you know, we live in this world where you know, every a lot of things are ranked directly or indirectly, right? So you know, we started off by even saying, even December time last year. Everyone was, you know, saying that. Uh, what, what was the word again? What was, was, was the caption? From from <laughs> from me, from me, from from me, and mine to yours. Um, so there was that one. There was the one where you know your 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 peers get other milestones, like you know, someone gets a house, someone gets a car, someone gets you know, a job, someone moves here, someone has a baby, whatever, right? And I think that even when you get to those metrics that you've compared yourself to, one question is, would it end? So is it that my comparisons will end once all those objective things, visible things that have stopped? So when I can so when I can send my own my own photo from mine from mine to you guys, would that one end? <laughs> or am I gonna have a new one? So is it not gonna be a case of you know my comparison? metrics again have then changed mm. you know and it's it's, it's a big not, maybe not big but it's, it's a weird one to think about because on one end i'm thinking well it seems like we are getting a lot more and more at peace with the fact that the world always be this fast-paced mm. ranking mm-hmm. ranking thing mm. but also is it because we have not seen everything that can be and also, is it because maybe we are still at a point where, maybe again, as I always say, maybe this 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 would always keep going up. Let's just say that. I, I think I think I think it would continue. So I think one thing you said is that it's that we it's easier now, and I want to make sure that we're not we're not even saying that it's easier now because somebody listening will be like, yeah, but if it's so easy, then why is everybody going through it? It's like Mm-mm-mm. it's it's still it's still happening, right? Like I still go through it. It's just that now I think I know myself enough to control the things that trigger it, identify when those things are around me, protect myself from it. But then I've also like I know myself well enough to look at certain situations and realize which one moves me and which one doesn't even move me. Right. So the example you gave, right, or you and yours and stuff like that. Days of you and me and yours and you and mine, whatever that thing is, like. Those days, I just I just leave Instagram and go do something else with life. I come back two days after I'll go into Apple Bot Yeah, we're back. We're back to the whole life. That's see, that's that's just one thing, right? But at the end of the day, the reality is it will continue, right? So mm-hmm. we're at we're at this stage now, and that is what's important to most people now. That would wipe off at some point. Then the next phase will be okay. Now let's post picture of our kids. Mm-hmm. And then for those people that have kids early, you see those that don't have kids early, you start to see them become something. Or it'll become, okay, now everybody has been working for 10, 15 years. Like, mm-hmm. what do I have to show for it? Mm-hmm. Then it'll be some people showing 
retired early. It's up bullshit. Ah, that is true. That is true. That is true. Yeah, I think it will continue, right? And one thing that I probably should just say here is we're also not making it easier for ourselves with the kind of things we push. When I say we, I just mean like our age group and generation Mm -hmm. and stuff, right? So we're not exactly pushing the message of satisfaction. We're pushing the message of go, go, go. So for instance, right, when you get done with school, they say get a job. Then you get a job and they say, you have a nine to five. You're not an entrepreneur. And then it's like, okay, go and be an entrepreneur. Then they'd be like, oh, you have only one stream of income. You don't have more than one. Then it's like, okay, let me go and look for a stream of income. Yeah. Then it's it's yeah. just like, it will just keep going and going. The pressure is like, oh, it's a pandemic. You did not start a business in the pandemic. Then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You get so the culture just keeps it's just so it's one thing or one thing or one thing. Mm-hmm. And you need to ask yourself, like, how many of those things do you truly want to chase if you want mm-hmm. to have a balanced life, right? So it's just know yourself enough to like pick which one matters to you, focus on that one, do your best that day, and get to a point where you're truly fine. Because it's like when you get a job, like okay, um Femi, I'm, did you know Femi? Femi JR that raps. <laughs> Any, uh, so Femi has Femi has like this song. He has he has a bunch of mixtapes. In the first mixtape, it's quarter life crisis, right? So Femi is talking about like how oh, he's twenty five and is just disappointed in life at the time. He doesn't have a job, some some something. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is called part time rapper, right? Which is like a year after, and now he's a part time rapper because he has a job. But mm. then on one of the songs, it's talking about how you pray for this job when you're unemployed. And then when you get it, you regret it when it's Monday, mm. which is like the same job that you prayed for you before prayed for. now has yeah. come. And then yeah. you don't like, so yeah. it's, it's the same thing. We would move. We want this stage now. We get this stage. There'll be this next thing you want that you don't get. There'll be next thing you want. And then you get that one and then you want something else. And it's like, when do you really get to a point where you're like, you know what? I'm happy with everything I have everything that I still quest for, well, life is long. Maybe I'll get to, maybe I don't, but I'll just choose to be satisfied with this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think what I like to tell people is that a lot of these times, like if if you have to, like people, not to sound Instagrammy, but like happiness and joy and whatever is where you are at the moment. And so for me, what I try to live by is, sure, I have all those goals that I'm chasing, but that doesn't stop me from enjoying the life that I have now. And I, I like saying this thing that, you know, if 10 years ago, someone showed me a picture of where I am now, you know, I would say, hell yeah, give me that. Right. And, you know, I'll be fine. Right. But now that I'm here, I know there's still things I want. So it's like, okay, if you understand, <laughs> if you understand yeah, that. Like, yeah, okay. entitled now, you're like, this was easy. This Why was can't easy. I do more? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I think it's just that sometimes I just try to caution myself and, you know, enjoy it. Like, again, enjoy life like and make sure that i'm not waiting till i get xyz like obviously i i i like i like to travel but my pockets cannot be traveling anywhere at the moment but that's still fine in the space that i'm in there are other things i can do that i can enjoy because if you're always chasing that next best thing like there's no end to it, like we've all said. Like, unless you drop dead, there's no points that you get because you can be 85 and you're looking at other 85 year olds that maybe they had a more healthy lifestyle. And so they're 85 and they can still play with their grandkids, but you're sitting on your rocking chair. Like, you know, at that point, you might, again, what might happen is 
because it's not within your control anymore, you can, you know, accept your fate. But like, there's so much life that you can still be enjoying that get to the point where you're like, okay, look, this thing is beyond my control. So I can't do anything about it. So anything, what I just try to do is wherever I am, I look for things to enjoy, basically, right? If, you know, for now, that's riding my bike every weekend or whatever, I'm just going to enjoy that. If it's jumping on podcast and talking, I'm going to enjoy that because at the end of the day, like I said, 10 years ago, if someone painted this picture and said, oh, you'd be earning this amount, you'd be doing this, Honestly, I I would feel a feeling exactly. I'll feel a feeling of satisfaction there. So why am I now here now and acting like you know? I don't know. Again, it's the world that we live in. I guess you're always surrounded by things that are better, and we we desire better things. So I guess that's also an element we have to take um, account of. Yeah, basically. And believe it or not, I think I think even parents compare like at Mm -hmm. the age that they're at, right? So they're in their sixties, fifties, whatever. They're also still looking around and thinking like, (laughs) "Did I make the best? Did I I make the best choice?" Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's an example too. Like so, it's like first of all, they're looking at their lives like they make the best choice with Mm -hmm. their own lives, and then now they're looking at okay, that person's kids are are married now, or Mm -hmm. this one is not married. Okay, (laughs) that person, that that person's grandparents. He lived it in the boyfriend. Keep comparing. I think that comparison is just in us. We'll just keep looking around. Like there's always that thing we're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's it's been no, good. no, very, very, very powerful. So, um, I think I've learned a lot from what you guys have said. Um, I think it's even good perspective, even seeing and, and, and like I said, this is why this is why I'm glad I went, this is why I went, I went to have this conversation because. Even though, even though you might know people, I know that know their trajectory. There's just these nuances. There's when you find out reasons, things that shape people's mindsets, you understand where yours differs and and connect the plug. Mm. For those who can see me now, I'm I'm using my connect plug literally <laughs> because because it's like it creates that connection to it for a lesson to be learned. Mm. Because when someone tells you something, sometimes you're like, okay, I see what you mean, but where is that coming from? Yeah. And when you can see the history, the the context, you know, the setting, when it happened, why it happened, who was involved, you're like, ah, right, that makes sense now. Mm-hmm. That makes sense now. So I think um, I've had that, I've had that quite a number of times today. Um, but yeah, honestly, just like thanks for jumping on today. Before you go, okay. before we yeah. drop off, what we always do is tell everybody about yourself, <laughs> you know, your name, what you do. Um, also about your DJ stuff as well, every other thing, your hobbies, etc. Throw it out, throw it all you're, out. You're, you're, making, you're making me do the promotion. I don't like. <laughs> <to forget. laughs> yeah. What? 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 What else? What else? Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? I, just pretty much everything, bro. Everything. Yeah. Every, everything. Yeah. So my name is Tosin Lufadeju, mm-hmm. and um, what, what do I do? So I'm a program manager. I work on cloud identity now. That's what I do right now. In I might be changing that anytime, but I just keep. I, I mean, because that's what I do right now, anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, for fun, I've I I really like music. Right? So I've always liked music. I've always like dabbled around the instrument. So I'm like in a way like similar i feel like toby this podcast we realized we're kind of very similar but <laughs> yes i've doubled a bit like i'm the one that would play guitar for a while i'll randomly go buy a saxophone for a while i mm-hmm. would or do like i could randomly go skate i just would try my hands on so many things never to the point of perfection but then just enough for me to enjoy doing it mm-hmm. and so um i also dj and that's what we're talking about earlier so I DJ, do house parties, but then the big part of it for me is just putting out mixes 
of songs that I like, not just songs that are like super popular, so everybody's going to listen to. It's mm. like, I like these certain songs, and so I'll make mixes and put them online on my SoundCloud. And if you go to SoundCloud and just type Toast and Goof, it would pop up there. Mm. I do mainly Afrobeats and R&B, because that's what I truly listen to. Thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. No and, problem. And I'm actually good to see you again. I'm good to obviously chat with you. Yeah. Um, all the best with with everything, promoting your stuff. Um, all the best with whether you stay on cloud, cloud, cloud identity or you leave. <laughs> um, you know, all the best with everything. And hopefully we meet up at some point in the future at some at some person's mind to yours <laughs> events and, yeah. and, and, and we chill. Uh, cool. yeah, I mean, it's 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 always, it's always a pleasure, man. Like especially like when it comes to like the Ibadan slash ISI community, man. It's always great when you mm. see somebody else and everyone's doing something. I think we've all gotten into this space where we're super excited to like promote each other and like have more. Mm, mm, so, mm, I, I, I really I really appreciate that too. So I mean, anytime mm. if there are other conversations, you want me to jump on as well. Absolutely, definitely, definitely. Give you a shout for sure. Hey, hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of 20s Combos. If you enjoyed the podcast, the easiest way to help out is to leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe as well. Also, if you think a friend needs to hear this, go ahead and share it with them. They'll be glad that you did. Trust me. All right, we release new episodes every Monday. But before then, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at 20s Combos. We post quotes, polls, and other interesting content and clips from each episode every week. So go ahead and follow us now. Till next time, take care and stay safe.